Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. It has been a few weeks. We took ourselves a little all-star break as well. Well, we felt like we kind of deserved a break because, you know, we're nominated for this uh, major award. It's a major award. It's a major award. If we win, I want it to be a leg lamp. A leg lamp. We are back here Monday, March the 4th, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Bring an NBA to you right here on the Hoop Scoop. Yep. We got Kinsman in the house. Well, how's everybody doing tonight? Mr. Billy's over there. Hey now. Chris behind the board. Doing it and doing it and doing it wow. Okay, whatever. My name's Justin Holder. We're here to talk about NBA. We are an affiliate of Fox Sports Shoals right here in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. You can check them out on 97.9 FM. And AM thirteen forty. Abby you can Award also, nominated. We are an Abby Award nominated podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple's, Apple, Apples to Apple, iPod, I, uh, Apple iTunes. Podcast. What? I, I can't. The Apple podcast. podcast. But then there's a store, Max. and then there's the iTunes. It's it's just too much to deal with. And you're an Apple guy. You I, don't know this. Whatever. I'm tired. Okay. We are here to discuss NBA right here on the Hoop Scoop. We're happy to be back. Uh, back we're from a game. S- yeah. Back from a game. We're going to start it off with Fondolin LeBrondolin. Yeah. yeah, that's actually one of the reasons uh, we didn't have a show a couple weeks ago. Is we were at the historic Well, this Grizzlies. past Monday. Yeah, the, a week ago today. His- yeah, that's right. Uh, the Hoop Scoop we took a road trip. Yeah, we were at the historic... Uh, Lakers versus Grizzlies game at the FedEx Forum in yep. Memphis. Where I got to take my daughter. It was cool. It my was lovely awesome. lady Carly awesome. went with us. Um, yeah, my wife Molly went with us too. Billy, um, you went. Chris, you were the only one that sat at home. I had to work. Oh, you had to work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll be there the twenty third though. You're going to see the Wolves. I'm going to see the Wolves and, uh, and Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Nice, nice, bro. That'll yeah. be cool. That will be. That'll cool. probably be a see, better game. See Cat and. Andrew Wiggins live. That'll be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'll be cool. But we saw a lot in person. You know what I mean? The reason I said it's a historic game is we thought we were going to see. A massacre from the Lakers. Right. Or just get to see the, you know, this is LeBron in his prime. You know, yeah. And this is LeBron in his prime. We're thinking we're going to get to see him before his prime ended. Probably the last year of his prime. Yeah, right. But what we saw was the game that. You know, the news media narrative changed. And we got home, turned on the TV the next day, and it's all over everywhere. You know, is LeBron, he's not the best player in the NBA anymore. And this was the game that everybody started saying that. But we were saying it during halftime, too. It was It was, it was really bad. As a LeBron It was embarrassing. Fan, I mean, he Lakers had a triple-double, but... I, it, I didn't. Know, I wasn't looking at the stats during the game, and I didn't know he had a triple double. Well, hey, does it look that bad? I don't even court. know if Billy knows, but this was also the game that LeBron pushed himself into the top ten only player in top ten all time points and assists. That's the narrative I heard that night uh, because you couldn't talk about the Lakers play. It was well, abysmal. What he's it talking about bad. narrative is like uh, the biggest thing I heard was the defense, just LeBron standing there. I mean, I was if watching ready, this, yeah. you know, and, and they would just stand there. That's look, the biggest thing to I me. Mean, it was, it was look, hideous. You have to defend, and they are just not doing it. And I'll tell you something else. Defense is desire. You have to want to do it. 
You have to want that rebound. You have to want the ball more than the guy next to you. And the Lakers, honestly, are not committing on defense. And it's the individuals, man. You you would see the Lakers look at each other like, I thought that was your man with wide open lanes. Yeah. They got beat by Jay Conley. I mean, you have to want to play D. And I think Mike Conley. Mike Con- <laughs> Mike Conley. And Jay is his uh, <laughs> his brother, twin brother, and I think that's, that's on the uh, <laughs> Pacers. I, I think, <laughs> I, but anyway, I think that's a huge problem for the Lakers, and ind- the individual defensive breakdowns are are hurting them. And how much more can you expect LeBron to give the Lakers at this point in, in his career? You know, and I don't see them winning nine games in a row. They're gonna miss the playoffs, especially with what I saw for a guy that came in sorry Justin I'm cutting you off here but for like a guy I know that he got a triple double and did all that and that's great it's just calling him the best player in the world at this point you can't do it if he's playing like that he let us all down he didn't play hard man. and if he if that's the way he's playing it's fine for somebody that's not being crowned as the best player in the world but if that's you then you have to play defense. I mean, but maybe he is taking the Harden thing. Harden's number one in the MVP race right now, and he doesn't play defense, so maybe LeBron's like, you know, maybe this will jump me up a little bit. Well, throughout this week, the Lakers played Memphis, they played New Orleans, they played Milwaukee, and Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix of all teams. You thought they were going to go in there. The, many, the worst team in the league. How many of those did they lose? They lost three of those. They The only one they won was against New Orleans, and that was uh, this past Wednesday. But and you saw LeBron. For the total, what I wanted to get to your point, Billy, was for the total of just this week, LeBron's averaging 38 minutes a game, 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 11 assists. And it, per just this week, that's how much they're having to utilize this guy yeah. at this late stage in his career. And when he goes to sit down, it's been – you know, I had more faith on the Cavs when he had nobody, when he would Me go too. sit down. At least Deladova would come out and hit something, or Deladova, or somebody would come out and do something. It's rough watching this kind of basketball. Because, I mean, it you, was you bad flip basketball. on, right now we have it on NBA TV, and you see the Nuggets, the Jazz, random players diving for balls. Right. The effort they put forth. You do not see that on both sides from the Lakers. Talk no. about those games that they played this week. That Phoenix game was a must win. They are not making the playoffs. So Phoenix is trying to lose games. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you lose to a team and, that's trying to lose? And isn't that the game where LeBron just walked off the floor without doing the hugs? Anyway. He's one, done that a sure. bunch. Yeah, I mean, but why would you want to hug anybody? I mean, you just got uh, beat. What, what, what was tough. the game where LeBron – inbounded the ball and hit the backboard. That was the Suns. Come on. Come yeah. on. I, I kind of think from the we'll game. You just hear like the Curb Your Enthusiasm music with it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think at the game, you know, the Grizz-Lakers game, to me, what I saw, the best player on the Lakers is somebody I was knocking earlier in our show, um, but Brandon Ingram. Would look like the best player on the team to hey, me. Hey, Brandon Ingram this week came out against Memphis 32 that's the game we were at against the Pelicans. He had 23. He had 31 against the Bucks, and then 25 against the Suns. He's showing up to play. Yeah, he actually, to me, um, I mean, at this point, just in my eyes, I'm not saying anybody else is going to feel this way, but in my personal Kinsman McKay's uh, most improved player book, he's high up there. Like, he's really impressed me the second half of this 
well, I mean, not second half of the season so far, but, you know, the last few weeks leading up to All-Star break, um, he's really stepped it up. Now, a few things I wanted to point out from the Lakers this week. One hilarious thing, I don't know if you guys got to catch this, but it was the Pelicans and the Lakers. Anthony Davis scores the first points of the game, and they put it on the Lakers. <laughs> so for, there was a clip of it 0-2 Lakers after Anthony Davis scored. I just thought that yeah. was quite well, funny. Well, also, another thing after the game. Was uh, that an accident? Anthony, da <laughs> yeah. Anthony, Tampering. Davi Anthony right. Davis was hugging LeBron, and Alvin Gentry came over and <laughs> was joking like, hey, get away, get away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this past week, though, LeBron James did pass Kobe Bryant on the all-time career field goals list. He's fifth now with 11,720-plus field goal Hold attempts. It. Is that all he cares about at this point with this season? Because the Lakers aren't. I mean, if he would have stayed in Miami, Pat Riley would have built a team around him. What is he doing at the Lakers well, there's besides a, trying to catch Jordan in points? He, I mean, he needs somebody else. That's just the bottom line. At this stage in his career, he needs somebody else. I but think They don't have that. So a lot of people are coming out and saying, why not just sit him for the rest of the year? He's got Space Jam 2 this summer. <laughs> right. For real. I mean, that's well, going to be in basketball. This is stuff. exactly what I was about to say is I think it was a lifestyle move for him as much as anything. He owns a house there already. His, I think his kids were going to school and playing ball there. It's a historic national franchise. Why would he not want to be there? The problem is, is they thought they were going to have help by trade deadline, and it didn't happen. Well, they thought the pieces they had would have gotten them something, and it didn't. Well, Anthony well Davis. they did. Nobody else thought that that team. Yeah. I mean, it was the same thing we've been saying. They need shooting. They need shooting. And then we go to the game, and what do they need? They need shooting. They need people to shoot the ball. And I think Anthony Davis maybe made spoke too soon with two years left on his contract. But besides that. Oh, that was definitely jumping the gun. Yeah. Well, I mean. So, I mean, look where it's led. You know what I mean? It, it, one little comment or and he's uh, sitting where out he wanted quarters. to. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, is, I mean, maybe it's a move to where if something didn't happen and New Orleans really wants to keep him, I mean, that puts the ball in their court. Like, look, everybody knows I want out. I already got tampering fines for how bad I want out. Like, if you don't build me a team right now, I mean, you never know. They Look might how do something this like guy that. Is. He played 20 minutes in that Lakers game. Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Okay. 20 minutes, 22 points, eight rebounds, two assists in 20 minutes. He's unreal. Um, I also wanted to bring up, you know, the Lakers have a 2% chance right now to make the playoffs. Um, if we are going to start pointing fingers, I'm going to start it off because when we were there at the game, to me, one of the biggest takeaways for the Lakers is Luke Walton not understanding how to utilize this team. Horrible. Lance Stevenson. How wasn't is it in the so Lance bad? Stevenson played two minutes. I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I don't. I don't get it. It was really. I mean, I. I didn't want to blame Luke Walton because I like him because you know I'm a fan of his dad. Sure, and, but dude, it's time. but also as the assistant coach ago. for the Warriors, you know he's a guy I like. I wanted him to do well, and I think kind of hung on to the it's not him <laughs> for a while for just because I wanted to and I'm stubborn. But going to the game again and seeing it in person, he'll just leave guys in, and we're just watching going. it. And dudes behind me are just like, "Why is Tyson Chandler still in yeah, right now?" He left him in the whole first. Yeah, time. I mean, and it's like when he was doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, everybody was noticing it. It wasn't just us who 
you know, love basketball. We watch it all the time. The casual people are like, what's he, you know, come on. It, it's it's crazy. It's bad coaching. Because to me, I feel like you put a guy in there like a um, Stan Van Gundy, a Mark Jackson, you know, guys that have shown. Dude, Byron can, Scott, Byron would be Scott. Have a, he would have a better record with this team than what Luke Walton does right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, but they're. I think they're playing the Lakers. I don't know what's going on, man. I feel like they're playing this season out, yet they're fighting for it, yet they're kind of not. And then maybe they're leaving themselves in position to where if they feel like they can make a real playoff run, they'll go for it. Because do you can. go for the two percent chance that they can make the playoffs, or do you just well go for Zion for at even, this point? For that to happen, well, they wouldn't get into that. I know, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, do you? shoot for a draft pick right now or do you try to go for the playoffs like they're I in a weird when, when position you're LeBron I mean they, they did a stat that said 95 percent of the players in the league now weren't even in the league the last time LeBron was out, uh, out of the playoffs right put that in perspective I mean that's insane not you know well we're starting to see it because this it's like last year he you, was invincible this year James? Yeah. He, you're seeing you the can't age. have a legacy where oh that remember that one year we tanked no, at least they fought for it. They went for it, and they just got Do you got feel beat. like the no. Lakers are fighting right now? No, they're not, and LeBron James isn't playing hard. He's but not fighting. Nobody this, on that team. I mean, like, to me, like, I saw some of the young legacy. dudes, and that's it. To me, it is as well. Yes, This is tainting is. his legacy. This gets to a point, too, that Adam Silver came out at the, at the uh, summit they had this past week, and they asked him questions about the All-Star, and we can get to that later. But one thing he said was, a lot of young players just aren't happy in their role in the NBA. You know, they've got millions of dollars. They're everywhere. But in a day and age with social media, and I'm getting to a point here. No, I see with where this you're going. With day with social media, you have one bad game, and you've got so many critics out there blaming you for the demise of this franchise or whatever it is that has to get to you at some point when you're young. I get that. But at the same time, these guys That's aren't no educated hold that thought, enough. Hold that thought. That's no excuse. By the way, the Clippers and Lakers games on in the background, and I just wanted to point out that Rondo hit a three-point shot. Yeah, I just felt that was newsworthy. Okay, proceed. Did Rondo hit a shot at our game? I don't think I don't think so. But these young players aren't groomed enough, and I'm not even talking about on a basketball level. Okay, I believe that these guys are coached very well throughout whatever they go through in their process. But what I'm talking about is almost like father figure talking down to a younger son type role. And educating these guys on how to block all this stuff out, all this social media stuff, because all of a sudden you go into the league, you're a millionaire first off. Now everybody in your family's calling you wanting money. That's just how it goes. There's stress of that because money does cause stress in life. Then there's stress of just flipping on your phone, and you've got everybody in the world hating on what you did. I get it. I see where they're coming from, but at the same time, there's that argument. I want to ask you all. There's the argument that you could just say, you're making enough money. Step up and do what you do. Well, I here's the agree. thing. Nobody can really mentor these kids in that area because, yes, they can tell them about the family members hitting them up for money. They can tell them about, like, maybe it's a dude that had nothing and all of a sudden is a millionaire and has with a shoe deal. They can coach them on that. What any vet cannot do is give them guidance on what to do in the social media age. Because it's just got to be hard to be a player now and, and block and I'm it not, all out and, and go I'm play. I'm not talking you know? about how we were on Facebook like 10 years ago. I'm yeah. talking about how now everybody, like a four-year-old and up, has a phone in their hand with a Twitter account mm -hmm. and Facebook and Instagram. But even and, 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 and 
yeah, and so what these guys, these young guys are going through, nobody's gone through this before. It even goes to the point of there's like a drone out there taking pictures of them while they're eating, even though they don't. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, there is no free time for a celebrity nowadays. Yeah, so nobody can tell these kids how to deal with that but because they're that the first ones what's dealing going with going on it. with the Lakers. Well, okay. absolutely. All well, of it affects and every team. That you know what? Point. Because Kevin Durant's dealing with it, being called a snake. Steph Curry's dealing with it. Everybody's dealing with it. You know, I it, guess it's just who it's, rises it, above. And so, I mean, it's not like Steph Curry had more time to deal with it than Luca, you know, or, or anything. It's just everybody got hit with it at one time. But so I, I kind of don't see the validity in the argument to an extent as well because. It's not just the rookies living in the social media era. It's you know, harder. They were this, getting though. it in college. You know, I get slam on my Twitter account, and I get the high school report. It starts with these kids in high school now. But I mean, even think about it, Steph. When he was younger in the league, Twitter wasn't as strong as it is now. You know what I mean? No. So it was. They had social he, media, but it wasn't like. Well, I would argue. I would argue that Durant's problems are a direct result of his engagement with Twitter. Right? Well, yeah. yeah I mean, posts. exactly. In the, the but, burner accounts yeah, and but, stuff. But back but, to back to your original point. Grow up. Quit babying these players. Yeah. Do you want to be but a champion? So, how, you don't see Kawhi you Leonard. Educate them. You don't see Kawhi Leonard doing this. You know, being affected by this. Oh, we have. He's he lost a real a, player. He lost a shoe deal and is on no, New we balance. have last yeah, year. Has that, affect, has that affected his play on the court? No, no, no not his play. play no. But okay. I mean, it. He doesn't handle things the best either. No. Have, but he showed up and does his job. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, he's a great player, but he's an MVP caliber player, top five in the NBA guy. These the rookies aren't there yet. I'm going to quote Shaq, quit babying these players. Yeah, I mean, and I agree with that, too. I see a lot of sides to a lot of the arguments But that's almost like it should be. This is almost on the vets of the league. You know what I'm saying? In what way? Because, like like Shaq's saying, don't baby these guys. Grow up. Well, sometimes when you throw these young kids out there, it's like they don't know what to do. There needs to be a vet on the team. I mean, I think there should be a rule that there's like a vet on every team, so that it has that in the locker but, room. But if brother, let me—I've dealt with this before. But blah, if, blah, right. blah, blah, if you know. you're talking about the Lakers, they have that with LeBron and I and know, Kuzma and Ingram and all them are still letting it get to them. We yeah. got so we got your more point broad, is not specifically at the Lakers, but getting back to the, the Lakers. Laker, yes. Your point is being disproved by the dysfunctional Lakers. The other thing well, too, it's is also proven that LeBron's leadership this year has has just diminished or I mean, lack well, of it's leadership. Causing, you know, it's causing Causing a bad locker room kind of environment, you know, because they're asking him after the game what he thinks, and he's not—he's throwing punches. Okay, I will if say you, though, Shaq might be the one dude who does have a legitimate claim to say, "Hey, stop babying these dudes." Because think about if there was a player, not in the social media age, that was under the spotlight Shaq. to a huge extent, yeah. it was yeah. Shaq. He was in blue chips. Though. Well, he was in blue chips. He was on. Damn. AT and T commercials with his dad blowing up the you know phone booth by hanging up the phone. Um, Icy hot now. Yeah, but I'm talking about going into the NBA. This kid was in blue chips before he was ever in a uniform. Those are sponsors. He was on ESPN every day. He was on every magazine. He was all over every everything. So I think there are the now that I think about it, those select vets who did have an immense amount of attention on him. And Shaq would have been one of those guys. It would. I bet his attention is relevant to what. You know, like somebody like uh, Ingram's going through now with social media. So I, so this is a little off subject, but I went to see LeBron play. I was excited. 
I was ready to see the one of the best players in the history of this league. That's what we all wanted. And he let me down. Yeah. Would Jordan have let me down? He still had a triple-double, like a high triple-double. <laughs> like 27. But you they could have won that game if he was trying to get stops on defense. If he was trying to play defense, they would have won. I agree. Because but he would have created. Time, there were some questionable calls, like that charge oh, on him. On. But every single game this year is chock full of questionable calls. Exactly. And we're about to get into a few of them later on in the show. I mean, it's. The refs are terrible this year. It's a bunch of rookie refs that I've seen making some of the worst calls I've ever seen. It is terrible, and I'm not being biased like towards the Warriors You're because it's every team is getting these calls. And I remember yeah, watching some old. game where I, the Warriors are playing somebody, and it's like I the actually, Warriors were benefiting it. And I was like, you, this is BS. You got a point, you know? Holder, because I think the turning point late in the game of that Memphis Lakers was when uh, – LeBron got that offensive charge against Joakim Noah. It wasn't. He was that was, a, that was a turning point. But, hey, man, they got beat by Mike Conley. He was smiling. Mike Conley. Ear, ear, and Valanchunas. Yeah. And Valanchunas. He owned the first quarter. He game. owned it. Well, you know why? Because they wouldn't take uh, <laughs> Tyson Chandler, Tyson Chandler <laughs> out. Because JaVale played like three <laughs> minutes, and then it's like, here, Tyson, you're going to play. Three quarters of the and first and the whole second not, without a sub. Not but he barely that. plays Josh Hart in that game. He barely plays Lance Stevenson. Dude, and Lance Stevenson, no. Stevenson was exactly what they needed to get a, some sense of defensive presence going on the floor. Or offensive. Somebody they could pass to that can hit a three-point shot. And he's sitting shot. there on the bench, and Luke Walton is going to get fired. See, oh, the, he's the other, get fired, the other thing sure. I wanted to for see sure. besides LeBron was I wanted to see Lance's air guitar. Yeah. I and too. we didn't even get a chance because he didn't play he didn't like at all. It was terrible. It was bad, and I hate to say that. You got to go, Luke. I'm sorry. You got to go. Well, and what is Magic John Johnson thinking? I think they have to have a game plan, and they're just like, look, we're going to take some uh, uh, bad comments from people well, right now, but next year they'll see what our plan is. I wouldn't is. go That's to the Lakers. That's the only thing I could think of. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't, I mean, I'd but go to the Clippers before the Lakers. There has to be some kind of something. Because the they got Doc Rivers. So who are they going to put in at the Lakers that's going to instill confidence in a free in the free agency market? Mark Just Jackson, one of the Van Gundys. Um, who else is available? There's some good it coaches needs to be Mark Jackson. Right I think he'd be knows, a good fit. He knows how to rebuild a program. He rebuilt our program. Yeah. He I rebuilt mean, the Warriors program. Absolutely. And then Steve Kerr took us to championship level. Right. Right. Well, the Lakers are sitting 10th in the West right now, four games out. Uh, how does just, how do you feel about it? We've talked about the facts, but where's <laughs> your emotional state from the beginning of the season till uh, now? As I mean, I'm mean, I'm not saying this rubbing it in. I'm just generally curious. I'll be honest. What your if, honest Laker fans' yeah, thoughts are right now? If I wasn't doing this show, I would not be watching basketball probably because it would be very upsetting. But I've followed so many teams this year that I still am invested in some other teams. You know what I mean? But as of who I want to win and who I root for, it's the Lakers. It sucks. But it sucks because this is the first time in my life I could actually go. That okay, you felt how I did in high school or being no, a Warriors fan. I was just like fan. the Lakers. This is going to be cool, <laughs> and it question. hadn't been cool right. at all. If they really wanted a playoff spot, would we have seen what we saw at that game? There was no sense of urgency. No, no sense of wanting it. Yeah, I watched, saw it with my own two teeth. I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The tooth will set you free. The they didn't look like a team that really wanted the playoffs. I saw a couple of players That's exactly on the Lakers. I mean. Yeah, there's a couple players on the Lakers that looked like they wanted it. Um, Kuzma. I, I, 
Kuzma, Kuzma wants Ingram. It. I mean, I'm not saying other dudes don't want it, mm-hmm. but they were the two I kind of saw step up. I never thought I would see Tyson Chandler play a whole first half. I'm surprised. I'm, re- I'm repeating myself, but geez. Tyson Chandler didn't die playing all <laughs> the first half. <laughs> Good Lord. I walked upstairs like two days ago and thought I was going to die. And isn't Tyson Chandler older than me? Yeah. I'm 36. I'm pretty sure he's like at least my age. Yeah. I think he's 39. He's or 48. Like yeah, I'm not okay. seven feet tall either. Well, it's that's why we started this segment with the Lakers struggles because it's been a struggling season. You know, who knows? Maybe some sort of magic still out there. No pun intended. I was going to say that. There should be a pun intended. But maybe there's some magic left that something this this playoff LeBron, if they could even get there, unleash playoff LeBron. Let's just see. You know, it's going to be interesting. But I want to shift gears now and move on to another struggling team, the Celtics. Ugh. Lost five of the last six. They're three and seven in the last ten. Sitting fifth in the East. Um, they they were one and three this past week. They they lost to the Raptors. They lost to Portland. They lost to uh, the Rockets. I mean, these are big teams that you got to get a win. They against, went one you know? and five. No, the they Cel- were one and three. One and three. Okay. The yeah. S- well, Cel- kicking back to the week prior, I think they were one and five. I saw a one and five somewhere, or maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. Well, Either the way, only they game be, this week yeah. that they won was Friday versus the Wizards, and they had seven players in double figures <sighs> that game. Seven. <sighs> and uh, it's just they're sitting twelfth in the league in scoring, and the Lakers one and five. That's what it was. One and five since the All Star. That's break. what it was. Yeah. But here's my question: I want to ask you guys, okay? Kyrie with his new newfound gloomy attitude in these interviews I'm seeing the He's past not few happy weeks. in Boston. He's short, sweet, to the point as of late, and it's not entertaining to watch. No, no. I mean, it kind of makes unhappy, you lose respect for some players. How unhappy is he right now? I think he's miserable. Well, the Celtics are a dysfunctional mess. They are. And they aren't going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. I'll go ahead and say it. Um... But they are the only team in the East that can say they've been there, you know. Well, you know, um, if they started the playoffs now, it'd be them versus the Sixers. And Sixers would win. But maybe the Celtics kick it into playoff gear like last year. I don't know. But one thing about the Celtics, though, is, I mean, if you, okay, let's think about it. If you had to say a team in the in the entire NBA that when you're factoring in total roster, I'm not talking about starting lineup, or just your they bench. When you look at starters and the subs, are they do they not have the strongest lineup in the NBA? Who has a better complete from head to toe from one to fourteen? The problem is, it seems that who has a better one? Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier. You know, even uh, I don't know Marcus like, Morris. These guys can't they, play. There's not one. These guys can't play like they want to with Gordon Hayward and Kyrie on the floor. Now let's get to the, let's get to a That's bigger what point it is. though. Is it Brad Stevens? No, no. I'm um, almost to the point now of thinking that Kyrie and Gordon, this team would be better without both of them, and Brad Stevens would be over overall looked at as a better coach with that group of guys. Yeah, I think it's all a personality thing, and. Um, but this I mean, far maybe, into maybe, the season, still we're dealing with this. Yeah, you know? because I think it's an ego thing. At the, I mean, look at Kyrie, like he, you know, I but think he's, he, the, he's one of the what 
the only champion in that that lineup. He's the one person that everybody should be listening to, but it seems like maybe the I mean this is just from what I'm seeing. I can't say this is true whatsoever. I'm not a fly on the wall in their locker room, but maybe it's kind of everybody against him. Like, it, hey, we did this without you last year, but, but he's I, like I know how to win a championship. I still know? see these young guys like Tatum, you know, it was his 21st birthday the other night. I forgot who they were playing. I think it was uh the Maybe the Rockets is what it was. And, you know, when it's his time to shine, or Jalen Brown, just Well, Jalen Brown, Brown has taken a huge back step but this Tatum, year. That's too. what I'm I talking mean, about. He was supposed to be this at the beginning of the he's, season after what they did, a franchise player. Well, he's not what he was last year, but he has not taken the back step that uh, Brown did. I think with them both being on the team, they've both taken – Look, back step. Well, they have, but they also are in different roles than what we saw in exactly. the end of last That's year. That's what I'm saying. And so they do, maybe they, if they both were starting, they'd be playing exactly. like they were. It could be a confidence thing. It could be whatever. And then when it's like you're getting limited minutes when you were getting a whole game, I mean, I'm not saying they're like limited, limited, but you're used to playing a whole game last year and your team went to the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. without Gordon, without Kyrie. I know. And you and a bunch of rookies did it, and then all of a sudden you're back, and yeah. it's like, okay, here's your 20 minutes. And Here you're you, like – Yeah, accept your and then role. You're pr- and then it's pressure, like, I got to play as good as I did last year in these 20 minutes. So I think that's what they're going and through. And you've got Kyrie prime breathing example, down your neck. But right. a prime example of that, that somebody that did that well was Andre Iguodala. Yeah, wouldn't you say? Like, cause he kind of shifted yeah, well, into basically, that six man. Well, yeah, I and mean, that was the year he was. He won the, the uh, finals the, MVP exactly. Um, and wasn't he the sixth man of the year that year too? I think so. Yeah. I think it was Jamal Crawford that year. And then next year, yeah, Iggy yeah. got it. Yeah. So, you know, but I think that's a personality thing. Andre Iguodala was like thirty years old when that went down. Jason Tatum just turned twenty-one. Yeah. And we're talking about the entitlement issue. And you know, there's a lot. There's a lot in. in play. I will admit that the Lakers' young core have let the noise big you know, time, big time, really distract. Absolutely, them. and LeBron Absolutely. has talked about that in the post game. Right, it's unflattering on them, man. It, it yeah. just it's not a good look, especially I mean, when you got LeBron. But would you guys think that, like, let's say tomorrow they could do this? I know they can't, but. It, would it be an addition by subtraction thing if they did unload Gordon and Kyrie tomorrow magically and let the team from last year run the show? I think so. Do you so. think they'd be better, or do you think they should get rid of Brown and somebody else and then keep Kyrie and go forward That's with that? That's a great question. It is, and I think you'd have to get rid of Brown and someone else and really? keep Kyrie. Because I don't believe that if the Celtics get their head straight, I think if you got rid they of they are going to be a better team without Kyrie. But they are. are. You're talking about mentality. If they get rid of a few guys, Tatum has more minutes. If they get rid of a few here, and that these might guys be what they need confident. to do. Because I, I just, you know, when uh, with the Wizards, we all felt. I think we all felt that they were better without John Wall. I don't think the Celtics really truly are better without Kyrie. I just think there's something going on. They got to get the pecking order straight. Maybe drop a couple of people to make space to give the dudes they want to really keep the minutes. Well, and I'm wondering if Danny Ainge really is the genius we thought he is. I, I would say that at this, I think this, this summer is going to tell a lot team, with a lot of different factors. The Celtics, yeah. Him and Lakers and everybody. I would say that this current Celtics team, as it is composed, as you said, Kinsman, you know, look at this roster. Uh, as it is composed, they're better off without Kyrie. 
That's hard to say, though. It's, just, it's hard to say, obviously, cause because he's obviously Kyrie Irving. Kyrie, I love Kyrie. And Kyrie is a team player is the thing. I mean, is he's not is like he? a – Yeah. Okay. I would say Kyrie in historically was. Right now, is he being? I would have to watch more Celtics games, right. you know, to really see the characteristics I on court. I would like to see Terry Rozier go somewhere else, too. See, I'm all Give against that. Give him a that. chance to shine somewhere else. I want Kyrie to go somewhere else. <sighs> And let the Boston Celtics be the Boston is Celtics. Kyrie, of last year. Not enough. Is not Ky- enough to beat them. This is the thing. Did not with Ky- the way Giannis is playing in the East or, or Kawhi, it's not enough. Okay, so Kyrie left the Cavaliers to get out from under LeBron, right? After one championship. Is he now to the Celtics, what Le- to these young guys, what LeBron was to him? He should yeah. be, but they're not treating him as such because he's uh, so young. Well, that's a bad thing. But I mean, I think is, if he is was that, 32, he, has he become that to the Celtics? I think so, Kinsman. That's an excellent point. He has become that to the Celtics. Like he became his, his own leadership worst enemy. style is the same as what's going on with the LeBron and the Lakers, and it's creating dysfunction. I just want to see Kyrie Irving be Kyrie Irving. Look, the Lakers have He's that young core. So phenomenal, I know, I know. and it, it's it's and you're just watching. The, it's sad. And the Celtics really have that is. young core, and their and their their leadership. Kyrie is mismanaging the Celtics' young young core as far as a leader. I mean, him coming out and so and you saying, think total blame for the struggles right now are Kyrie? <sighs> the incorporation of him into the offense. Him and Gordon Hayward. Like in an indirect way, in it's Kyrie. In an Kyrie. indirect way. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel, yeah. I think. I think put say in an indirect way because I do f- believe Kyrie's not the one to cut from that team. Um, really? Yeah, I, I think keeping him is good, but I think that they need to do something to the minutes to get the pecking order right to where, you know, I think Tatum would play better with more minutes. Well, you're right because they're not going to get a better point guard. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, who is a better point guard than Kyrie Irving? Yeah. Besides, I mean, you got Steph Curry, uh, Chris Paul, who is coming out and playing his Damian Lillard. But is he better than Kyrie Irving? Yeah. Damian Lillard's up there. Lillard, yeah. I mean, but these these are you know when the guys are talking about are elite, elite, elite players at their positions, and Kyrie Irving is 100 percent in that mix and is bringing one of those guys going to make the team better well the thing is it's just doing the same thing again no i I, I think it's it's the brown maybe gordon hayward might still have some good trade value maybe i'm hoping though that this coming playoff time we're going to see a different celtics you know what i mean we're going to everybody well that's the question everybody it's crunch time but if like we said if the if the playoffs started today it would be them versus the Sixers, and that would be rough. I mean, going up against the Sixers, uh, I saw a stat that the in the last 12 games, the Celtics have beat the Sixers 10 of the last 12. Hmm. But that was before they got Tobias Harris. That's it. And he's at it a lot. He man. has. They're not going to – I think in a seven-game series, there'd be, there'd be three games at least Tobias Harris goes well, off for 30 Looking at these points. standings, I didn't realize the Pacers crept up over the 76ers into third. Without yeah. Victor Oladipo. I mean, Without we all him. thought that they – everybody thought the moment Victor Oladipo Writing went out, that's off. it. And they have consistently stayed there. 41 and 23. Yeah, consistently been there. So, it, But the Celtics for once are healthy. Yeah. Healthy and unhealthy. 
healthy and unhealthy. <laughs> body man. body healthy, they maybe body not healthy, brain healthy. But, but I, they got to do something. I don't know. I'm tired of watching the Celtics lose. Body healthy, but mentally unhealthy. Yes. Yeah. But speaking of a team that we have enjoyed watching lately, let's just be honest, okay? Yeah, they're fun to watch. The Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, even this past week against the Lakers, when Eric Bledsoe just took the game over. You You know, know I'm I'm pretty sure my prediction was they were going to be first in the East. Yeah, well, they they are. The only team to clinch a playoff spot, right? They're the first team to clinch a playoff spot. And they are 23 and 9 away from home. And this is a different team. That lo- than uh, the one that lost to the Lakers in seven last. Uh, sorry, lost to the Celtics in seven last year. I mean, they have the opportunity to beat the Celtics now. They look different. They are coached differently. Mike Budenholzer has helped make every dude who takes the floor oh, yeah. dangerous in terms of scoring. I'm not hearing his name enough with the success of the Bucks. They they look different. They are coached differently. They they went on the road against the Lakers with Eric Bledsoe, you know, making big buckets, finished up with 31 points, five assists, seven rebounds. So it's not all Giannis. And uh, Bledsoe making big bucks. They signed him for four years. Mm -hmm. Malcolm Brogdon. I I saw Giannis dunk left-handed over a guy. I mean, he's just – he's insane. Yeah, Giannis is incredible. And they're the best team in basketball right now by record. So, you know, Bledsoe's better, Brogdon is better, Middleton's better, Ilyasova off the bench, Brooke Lopez has added something substantial this is a scary to this team. team. Man. Middleton looked good and in the now, All-Star game, by the way, too. And now they got Pau Gasol. That's right. They just acquired Pau Gasol. And you know what? There's that veteran presence that young guys need. It really is. Yeah, well, a, champion, a champion. Two-time champion. International, like, play. I mean, he's a good dude in there. Brooke Lopez, scary, to me, was another dude. game changer had, for that team. You had the energy of Pau Gasol just coming off the bench in spurts. That's all That's you need from scary. him. scary. So are, are we at a point where Giannis can take over a playoff game now? Oh, I absolutely. he has proven through this entire season. Well, we're about to find no out. No matter if it's playoff or not, finals or not, a game is a game to him. I think he can take over. Play. I think he can take over any game. But what's not – even last year in the playoffs and everything, Giannis is always incredible. But it's not just him; it's Thank the supporting you. cast. I'm about, I was about to has get into all that. taken a step up from Every last year. Every player is more dangerous because Chris Middleton was good last year. He's much better this year. They are Brooke Lopez on the team yep. this year in that corner three. He can hit. Plus the fact he's a big, strong dude in the paint. Um, Brogdon is healthy. He was hurt for a lot of last year. He won the Rookie of the Year two years ago. Was hurt majority of last year but hit an incredible shot in the playoffs to keep him in there um, and has been playing great this year. Uh, I mean, they're just – they're really good. Like you said, they're shooting more threes, and they're making a higher percentage uh, of them. And, Plus, and you have Budenholzer in there. Yeah, but I will – this is one question I have. Like, when you get to the playoffs, will teams clog up the middle against Giannis. But and if the, they do, the yeah. perimeter offense you will have, have to be there. You yeah. have to. But I think and it will. And it will with Brogdon, yeah. Middleton, and Lopez. I mean, you have guys. They, they can run a true five-out offense, have every, every, all five dudes outside the three-point line, let Giannis run in, and you either give up the dunk or the layup or draw a foul, make him shoot free throws, or you crash the paint, and then you have four dudes that can bang a three-pointer outside the line that he's going to pass it to. That is a – it's tough. It's a tough thing to beat. And then you spread the floor on defense, and, and you got Giannis to deal with in the paint. They, I mean, that's right. scary. They that's are, it. They are the definition of this positionless 
modern NBA. Basically. Yeah, they are. They and Giannis are. is the key. Yeah, I mean, and, he'd be the key on any team. Yeah, but, you know, like I said about the Celtics, they're the only team that can say that they've been there. The Milwaukee Bucks haven't really been there advanced we're in the playoffs. If, we're going to see if the bright you know, lights big city really yeah. affects this team. But Giannis looks like playoffs. a completely different player, completely Absolutely. different person than last year. To you know, to to my point, like I just said, everyone is more dangerous. They're coached better. This is not the same team that lost to the Celtics. No, in absolutely seven last year. not. But as well, teams that aren't the same teams. I mean, got to go to Yo MTV Raps. How are the Raptors going to hang in? I mean, are they going to be able to pull it off and finally get through the Eastern Conference? championship i mean they keep losing it year after year they don't have to play against lebron but they're probably going to have to go against the bucks and Giannis. that i think that's going to be a good matchup if that's that's our eastern conference finals somehow that would be fantastic well i'll tell you what wait a minute let me look at the brackets if we're talking about different players from last year to this year kyle lowry's got to be in that talk too i mean getting Kawhi leonard you know he's still playing his same role but he is I think he's coming into his own. You know what I mean? As a Kawhi point. Leonard? No, Kyle Lowry. Oh, okay. For yeah, having I was about to say he came in, baby. Yeah, no, I mean he's, he's been that there. Game but having a Kawhi Leonard come in there, you know, it could have been weird, and it wasn't. It kind of fit. Right. I, it I, worked. You know. Well, you Pascal Siakam. Siakam. That's what I was going to say. Siakam's God, killing most, it. Most improved player of the year. Well, now you got Mark Gasol, too, who's going to give you some inside off. Yes, that's a big one. Serge Ibaka. Um, I mean, it's Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka. You know, Norman Powell, uh, Jeremy Lin's there now. And uh, Van Vliet uh, off the bench. Yep, and Jeremy Lin can give uh, – Man, talk about Milwaukee. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. <laughs> talk yeah. about a break. If, if it came down to Milwaukee, Toronto, or, or just any time during the playoffs, the bigs versus the bigs. Man, now that you had Pau Gasol – on the Bucks with Brooke Lopez, Giannis. Then on the Raptors, you got Siakam. I think Gasol Mark would Gasol. eat up Lopez, but then you go Lopez. into the bench, and who's the backup on the Bucks for the bigs? I think um, I think the Raptors are more playoff ready maybe than Milwaukee. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Playoff ready, you know, and and but that that's the beauty of the NBA hey, where anything happens. By, you know what I mean? By, I love that that motto because any given year we could see. I mean, Milwaukee could take it all this year. You know what I mean? By the oh, way, God, I Kinsman. forgot about Miritich being on the Bucks. Miritich too. is on the Bucks. You know, I forgot about that too, man. But as far as like a real true center goes, um, yeah, you got Brooke and now Paul. I mean, and that's about it. Um, that's going to be a tough matchup. So that's the thing. You know, size could be an issue um, off because you can't play Gasol a ton of minutes. Uh, you know, Paul Gasol a ton of minutes. Speaking of Kinsman, uh, Patrick McCall is on. The Raptors now. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been on them for a minute. Our old boy. Yeah. I'm glad to see him somewhere. Yeah. But I wish the best for him. But, man, what a stupid decision he made. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoever was in that kid's ear is an idiot. Yeah. Well, it, it, Raptors, Bucks, I mean, this has been such a great season so far. You especially know? in the East. Especially in the East when we, you know, thought we lost LeBron. Hey, it's anybody's game. Hey, it has kind of been anybody's game. But but, but you just saw Miritich go to the Bucks, and you just saw Marcus yeah. Saul go to the Raptors. So I think that both franchises are getting ready for each other. I don't see. I think seven, that's going to be the matchup, though. That's going to be yeah, the that, That'll conference. be the matchup because uh, that'll be the matchup. Yep. I wanted to point out, too, that I didn't get to this earlier, but as we're 
doing our show right now. The Lakers are playing the Clippers, and LeBron is 33 points away from passing Michael Jordan at a fourth all-time scoring in the NBA. That's a huge, huge accomplishment. I, yeah. I can't believe, you know, when I first saw LeBron, here we are 16 years later, and he's making a run at, he's the, making a at run. the number one. He's of all time. He's about fourteen hundred points away. Thank God he's away. making a run at something. He's about fourteen hundred points away from passing Kobe. Yeah, he's not making a run at uh, the playoffs, you know, or <laughs> covering players on defense. Well, yeah. if he wanted, he's to not be playing defense, man. Come on. At this on. point, though, I just wanted to say if he wanted, if he's going to make number one, and he's got three years left on his contract, he'd have to score about six thousand more points. He can do it. He can do it. A I can see points, him, I can see can him play until 40. Now, getting into uh, just uh, y'all's thoughts on the MVP race right now. What are, what are we thinking? Because right now, if I had to give you my MVP for what he's done for his team, Giannis. Yeah, I mean. Giannis I, has been such a highlight this year. Absolutely. And James Harden. Those are my two can guys. Can I take it to a subcategory? Yeah. Go ahead, Kinsman. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's. I hate James Harden, so I don't want to say James Harden. <laughs> screwed, yeah. You know, no I'm, defense. No Look, defense. I understand what he's doing offensively. I That's understand amazing, he's yeah. done a you know, good amount for his team. And if it wasn't But for I hate that dude, and I hate what he's done to the NBA yep. with foul Thank calls I, and exploiting it. I, I don't like it. It's cheesy. It's Listen up, y'all. So, so uh, was Hackashack. Right, but. No, this can't, it's not comparable. How is it not? Because Harden's doing stuff like was getting foul calls by people covering him and just bending over and letting them fall on their back. You go and in slow mo those. I'm sorry. There, there, there's argument for but for the call. Right. It's. Exp- I'm not saying it, it's bending it. It's exploiting it, dude. There's but the hard rule. But he's to that level. You play that way night after night after night for years and right. years. You're gonna get to that level. Yeah. And I'm the just refs saying. Give you the calls. I'm just saying. I don't like it, but I can see how he is number one in the MVP race right now because of that. I mean, he is putting up absolutely historic offense. But I think Giannis should be number one, and I think he will end up being it because I don't think they want to give it to Harden again anyways. But I want PG-13 to win it because Giannis has a lot of years left to do it. I know, but if he comes back, he has a shot. That's I'm just saying – I'm not saying he will – or has the best odds. I'm saying that's who I want because I want to see love him for do him it. To have it. But I'd Me love too. for Giannis to have it. For, you but know, he will the next five years. But let's go ahead and establish another superstar. You I, know? Well, well, let me answer. He already that. is. Hold on. Yeah, but once you get the MVP, you're on another. Well, level. right. But he's going to win it the next five years. Give it to Paul George. This he year. deserves it this year, though. Well, we could argue that, that that LeBron deserved it for four years in a row, at a certain stretch. That's a good point. I would say Kawhi Leonard. 20, averaging 27 points, 7.5 rebounds, 3.3 assists. He's not in the top five. You got uh, Harden, Giannis, Paul George, Jokic. Jokic? Yep, Steph. He, mm-hmm. When and did then he get, get brought into the he's MVP? He's been in it for a while. Well, um, remember for a while at the early uh, part of the season it was Joel. Right, but look how good the Nuggets are. Yeah. Look how much of a role he's playing. I, I watched him the um, other night. It was he was great. Yeah, and number five is Steph. Number six is KD. I, you know, and that's the thing is you look at Steph and KD's seasons and they are phenomenal. And the fact that they're five and six says something about how good the NBA is right now. I mean, those dudes are putting up what could have been MVP years. You know, I, easily. Yeah. Um, absolutely. 
you know? It's going to be tight down the, the stretch because the one guy that's giving it to him right now with Giannis, in my opinion, is James Harden. And getting to the Houston Rockets, they had a great week. 4-0, 7-3 in the last 10, 5th in the West, 38-25. Um, James Harden's numbers, Monday 28, Wednesday 30. Yeah, he finally had that 30-point streak broken, so I can quit hearing about it. He did, but then he came out Thursday versus the Heat. In a close game that they won, 121-118. In 43 minutes, James Harden had 58 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists, 4 steals, and 1 block. Hey, if it wasn't for Wilt Chamberlain, what Harden is doing would be completely off the charts historic. The and chart. Harden's doing it against this NBA. Let's be uh, honest. Hey, Wilt, Wilt was not playing against the caliber players. That James Harden's playing. Hey, I'm, Not with, at all. I'm with you, but hey, and I hate James Harden, and I even have to say I've that. got a little comparison here, real quick, between Giannis and Harden, since we were talking about MVP. Yeah, rebounds. Giannis twelve point six, Harden six point six. So Giannis has got that. Yeah, assists six per game. I'm talking about per game. Uh, Harden seven point six. So Harden gets Harden the assists. Gets that. Uh, steals one point four for Giannis. Steals two point two for Harden. Harden. Harden gets that. Blocks, 1.5 for Giannis, 0.8 for Harden. So we're, what What was the points, though? Uh, what do you mean? What was their point differential? Uh, like Harden's what was the got like 36. Oh, I'm about, I'm, that's the yeah. last one. Okay. So the last one so is 2-2 so far. Yeah. We're, uh, Giannis has two. and Yeah. And then so point differential was 27.1 for Giannis and 36.7 Did for Did you do rebounds already? Yeah. yeah re okay. Rebounds, Giannis has it. So, so it's, it's two, James it's, Harden. It's James it, Harden officially. It's well, three versus two. But it, to for me, what they've done for their team, I mean, Giannis. that's a tough you also argument have because Harden has Harden carried brought them the Rockets. out from 13th to f uh, 5th. Single-handedly. And Giannis has taken his team to be the best team in the NBA. And Giannis has done it by making his uh, the players around him better. Better, right. Yeah. And the other thing about Giannis and when you're in Harden, when you're comparing those numbers, and you do have to factor this, I'm sorry, but both of them, to me, have had an equal impact on their own teams. But when you're looking at the numbers, you know, Giannis, realistically, is a forward. He is. He's a forward. And uh, Harden's a guard. Exactly. So, so those numbers reflect those positions a little bit. You know, I mean, and Giannis has got 27 and, you know, double-digit rebounds as a forward where you have Harden that's got more assists and more points as a guard. You expect that. But he's one away on rebounds. How do you how do you explain that? Yeah, what on the rebounds? Because and there's separate positions. Because he's no, 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 not twelve point six Giannis and six point six. Yeah, dude, it's oh, like so a fifty percent. Okay, of, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I thought you said but, something. No, but the assists are pretty close. Now Giannis six and Harden seven point six. That's what I thought. Right. It was. Okay. So to me, a, <laughs> a forward having six assists is more impressive than you know a, a oh, one two combo getting I seven. I agree. Now, let me ask you guys this about the Rockets, though. With Chris Paul back and healthy, you know, he swapped trainers halfway through the season this year, and he was really dedicated to getting his body after his hamstring went out, getting his body back in shape in tip-top condition. With him, with the addition of uh, Kenneth Fareed, Austin Rivers, um, Iman Shumpert, and then you've got Clint Capella back, I mean, can we see? This, looks, this is starting to look like the same team that nearly – Took out the Barring Warriors. Injury, they're picking it up. They're picking took it out up. the Warriors. Well, don't forget Gerald Green, Eric Gordon, Jared, yeah, PJ Jer Tucker. Yeah, of course. But I mean, you know, Nene's on there. 
It's so. uh, to me, Kinsman. That's almost top to bottom full squad, like you were saying. What the Cel- uh, Celtics? Yeah, I don't think they have the Celtics or the Raptors being on lineup. But it's a good, good, it's good a top good to lineup. bottom lineup. Though. And I, you could argue that they were a hamstring away from beating the Warriors last year. And yeah. man, the Rockets put a whooping on the Celtics the other night. I mean, they did. Eric Gordon, thirty-two points, hit eight three-pointers that game. James Harden had forty-two, seven, and four. You know, I mean, 115 to 104 in Boston. Yeah, I, I, I think these guys are starting to look scary, man. They really are. They, they, this week it was Hawks, Hornets, Heat, but the Celtics is an impressive win. You right. Know? I, I think for sure a safe bet would be to say, you know, in the Western Conference for round two, you're going to have Warriors and Rockets playing each other. You know, you got Warriors going against the Spurs, Portland going up against Houston. I think it's going to be those two, and it's going to be a. a it's going to be another one like last year, you know. I, you know, saying everybody's going to be healthy. I think we all expect uh, hamstring injury from Chris Paul, and I also <laughs> think that we all expect Harden to self-destruct in the playoffs. At well, some hopefully point. Paul can keep it together. But you know, he did score 15 points, 12 assists, yeah. six rebounds, three steals, and a block in 34 minutes during Sunday's win over the Celtics. You know, but you know, only three Rockets scored in double digits. And uh, that's something, like, with the Milwaukee Bucks, you see six players in double digits. Yeah, and another thing with the Rockets is when they're healthy, they're amazing. When they're not, it's kind of a crapshoot how they're going to be, depending yeah. on what player's out. Like, they're one hardened injury away from dropping into 13th. You know, I mean. Again, yeah. And maybe that does add a lot of value to him in the MVP race. But. They they are not it to me. They ride too much on Harden, and if he goes oh out, that's God, it. That's an understatement. And then let's say Chris Paul or somebody else gets injured again, and then Harden has to pick up that load and carry that load all the way through the playoffs. It's tough, and I see where they could be a little inconsistent. I think inconsistency is their biggest problem. Always historically, defensively, yeah. uh, they've picked it up, but. It's like they're a question mark, man. Well, because, you know, they have their center back. Yeah. They're um, a question mark. They are. They are. And that's the thing. Them at the top of their game could beat anybody, but they are always, to me, so close to not being on the top of their game. You know, I I, I don't see him. They could always beat the Warriors, but I don't see him doing it this year. Me neither. Okay. Well, you know. moving on, shifting to Thunder Mifflin. Well, you're, what, you're just going to skip the Warriors? Again, Thunder Mifflin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the Warriors are playing pretty good. I mean, what what are you going to say? This is like in 2016 in March, Billy. It was like, what what am I going to say about the Warriors? They're well, playing great. You know, they're six and four out of the last ten. Um, you know, they beat the Sixers. That oh, was wait, a big win. Oh wait, the Warriors win. won again. No, wow. Man. But Dude, you, hey guys, you know, they lost. Eight they lost again? to wow. Orlando. Can we slow our roll? I mean, because Golden State lost to Portland, to Houston. That's what I'm Should saying. Should have lost to the 76ers. Lost to Miami when Wade uh, hit that the game miracle shot. shot. Yeah. Is they, it threat they, level midnight they, yet? They just lost to what Orlando, didn't they? For the Warriors. <laughs> they just lost to Orlando, or did they come back? I, no, I they, lost. Yeah, they, they lost. They lost to yeah. Aaron Gordon in the Orlando Magic. And they've now trailed by double digits in their last, like, 11 games. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're Dray- not. Is Draymond come back, or has he been out? No, he's, a, he's in. I, I, they're not playing amazing, but to me, it's like they're. I just don't think they're just waiting for have, the playoffs. Have you seen them, though? Like, the looks that they're giving each other? Like, Steph and 
Durant, like, I remember this one game where Steph is, like, looking at him like, dude, what's wrong? Like, well, I mean, you see that occasionally, but not any different from any other team. I think the only reason we amplify it is because, you know, there's decisions at the end of the year on where people are going to be playing. But mm -hmm. I see mainly them enjoying playing basketball with each other. But okay. they've had some frustrating games. And a lot of their games, honestly, when it comes down to it, some of these losses are just because shots aren't falling. It's not like they're mm -hmm. taking bad ones. It's just mm -hmm. they're not making them. Well, my hope for the Warriors is that they just internally explode. I hope that Durant slowly starts hating Curry and Curry and Thompson start hating you. You know, I just hope it all falls apart. I bet you do. Yeah, I don't see that happening. As a true though. fan of the NBA, <laughs> I just want you all to know that I hope that that team crumbles. What's better for the NBA than the Golden State Warriors? Uh, the New York Knicks being the top dog? No, that is, that not, is not as good for the A $4 billion dollar franchise? Are you kidding me? They being need to be, no, they, the Knicks need to be a better team, but like the Warriors are like the NBA's team right now. The Warriors, the NBA still thrived when the Warriors were nobodies. No. That's not true. Uh, during the Jordan era, Jordan, that was dude. That was like years twenty ago. years. Ago. That My was in high school. Is, there man. has still been phases where the NBA will truck along without y'all's precious little yeah. warriors. No, they'll being limp the along. Dogs. They, they they'll cruise up like Lloyd Christmas on that little thing. I don't thing remember Tim Hardaway and uh and Kevin Mullins putting a fight up against. Who's Detroit. Kevin Mullins? Chris Mullins. <laughs> oh, my God. Chris Mullins putting a fight up no, against the Ju bad boy Justin Detroit and Pistons. I know a Kevin Mullins in real life. You so haven't that's had, funny. I went straight there. You haven't had a franchise like this since the Lakers, and this is good for basketball. It since is good the for ball. Lakers? I mean, the, the three, Bulls. The three-peat Lakers were the after Bulls. the Bulls. They were after the Bulls. I don't consider them. There was too much animosity going on with those Lakers to consider them like I'm just saying. an actual dynasty. Yeah, right? but the thing was, no matter what the animosity was, they figured a way to work around it and win. You're right, though. Since the Bulls, you're right. But the Lakers also won three championships. No, you're yeah. just wearing your Detroit bad boys hat. Bad boys. And you're a Jordan hater. That's what it is. I despise Jordan. Because I, cause he kept your precious Isaiah off the dream team. No. Well, why would he do that? Because he's scared of him. Because he knows Isaiah can beat him down. But anyways, there's not a whole lot to <laughs> say about the Warriors or not to say about them this week. They played average. They're not going to stay like this the rest of the year. I, I, I really don't Warriors. think that. I think they've hit that. They're the best that in the West. Slow checkout mode till playoffs. Yeah, you know what I'm I mean, they're the best in the West. They have the number one seed as of right now, which, I mean, they do need to win games to keep it. Um, you know, I. Interesting. Maybe I, they'll go for the number two seed so I'm they not, don't have to play the Rockets. Yeah, I'm not that worried about it. They'll be fine. Well, that brings us <laughs> to our next team, Thunder Mifflin, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I want to just, you know, kind of they're, – they're eking their way up there, man. Five and five in the last ten, 39 and 24 over the, the season. Sitting third in the West. They had to do it this week without uh, Paul George. He played against Denver – they lost to Denver. Uh, they beat, let's see, they beat uh, just one team this week, the Grizzlies. They, they're they kind of struggling. But I wanted to point them out because. So, so Paul George gets hurt. And, yeah. And Russell Westbrook's to, not able to make him win. Okay. I wanted to bring them up yeah, because. Finally. I oh, think, man. man. I've been waiting to see an inconsistent Westbrook for a long time. But the I'm way, sick of seeing him bring that team <laughs> down. I'm excited to watch them in the playoffs. I am. Like, with the way Paul George is, is just erupted this season. Yeah, Paul George is great. 
Yeah, he's, he's a fantastic player. But you got some other good guys. Jeremy there. Grant, you know, Jeremy yeah. Grant, Schroeder. He's it up. I mean, yeah. Schroeder was, you know, I mean, he could be one of the better backup point guards in the league. Yeah, Jeremy Grant, thirteen points, seven rebounds, five assists, one block, and thirty-seven minutes versus the Thunder. He's 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 he's, he's going to help. Plus, of course, Stephen Adams. You've got Stephen Adams who had uh, thirteen Aquaman. points, tw- thirteen points, twenty-two rebounds. Two steals and one block, and had one of the biggest blockbusters the of the you know of the year come out too. And, and that's that's Aquaman. against Valanciunas. So, uh, yeah. one other team I wanted to point out here were the Pistons. Man, silently the Dennis Pistons. Schroeder too. Sorry, Dennis yeah. Schroeder, but the silently the Pistons three and one this week. Piston Ten. Honda, Piston Honda. Ten of the last thirteen games, they're they're making a push here, man. In the East, sixth in the East, eight out of the last two. Eighth, yeah. Uh, but Griffin still came out this week and said he's just not happy with the way they're settling for their victories. You know what I mean? Right. So I, They're still missing an ingredient. It's They need I think a, a shooting guard. That's it. Good shooting guard. Yeah. They're good. Uh, you, is Reggie Jackson good enough? I mean, as a point guard, but okay. I mean, the, he needs to pass it to a shooter. I mean that's they, they need a shooter. That's what they need. I they'll, like the combination of Griffin and Drummond, though. I do know? too. I think that is maybe the best front court in basketball. Kinsman, one more thing. We you know it's getting to that time. That time, like our, Morris Day and Jerome time. Exactly like Morris Day in the time. I love that. That's a great Thanks. reference. Purple Rain. They were in Purple Rain. I'm just. Yeah, no, they were, but they also had one of the best songs of all time. <laughs> and you're forgetting about that and Jungle. Love. Sing it for us. Boom, 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 boom. That was the bass line. And that's Jungle Oh, we, oh, we, oh. Think I want to get to know you. Yeah. I have one more thing I want to bring up, Kinsman, this week, and Billy and Chris. Um, Trey Young, man. This kid is, if, if anybody's making a run for Rookie of the Year right now, you know, it is him. He is playing yeah, his but butt off. Luca made the run from day Early. one. But the Hawks actually have a better record right now. Yeah. And Trey Young's playing. I mean, he's playing like he's a different dude than at Trae the Young beginning of the, the year. For the season's 18, 3, and 7, shooting 41%. But what isn't it like his last, since the All-Star break, he's like, I wish I had that stat in front of me. But yeah. I want to say he's almost like 30 points a game. He's killing it after the break. He has been. I don't think he should, as of right now, I don't think he's done enough the second half of the year in a couple weeks after All-Star break. To knock Luca off, sure. who should have been an All Star. Sure, you know I, I think Luca should have been an All Star. What about the two techs on Trey Young the other night? If it was, I believe it was Friday. You know the first one I'd ha- I didn't watch the game live. Um, I guess probably nobody did. But well, I him did, and Chris Dunn. It was. I didn't the see the first tech. He walked by and kind of shoved, just kind of threw his arm at Chris Dunn. And Chris Dunn just shoved his head in the back. So that was okay. two techs for each. Now the then second he comes one down and this, shoots a three over Chris that Dunn. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Guys. And, and apparently the whole world feels the same. He didn't do anything but look at him and they gave him a tech. Right. Guys. And he it was, was ejected from the game. Let me do a comparison between Luca and Trey. I go with Luca. But averages seven point two rebounds for Luca, three point four for Trey. That's expected. Averages assist, 5.5 for Luca, 7.8 for Trey. Averages and steals, 1 for Luca, 0.8 for Trey. 
That's two in Luca's favor so far. Okay. Blocks averages is point three for Luca and point two for Trey. That's three for Luca. And points averages points twenty point nine for Luca, eighteen point two for Trey. Luka Doncic is rookie of the year. I and the rest of the world will probably agree with yeah, you. No, I just it thought is, it was it an is. interesting comparison. How well Trey Young's been playing. Um, well, that's uh, a comparison. Hey, guys, yeah. LeBron James right now, 23 points. How ironic is that? Away from passing Michael Jordan, 23 points. Oh, that's amazing. And but, he's um, got still two quarters left. Who cares about this game? So, anyways, um, That's a huge we milestone go, we're going to talk about for the remainder of our lives. Yeah, but it's not happening this game. Dude. You don't know that. He just missed the three. So well, maybe he'll get twenty three points. He rolled the ball that. up the court without touching it, hate, picked hate, it up, hate, and hate, shot hate, a three. Hate, 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 hate. Y'all oh, just haters. Man. Dude, but, why uh, can't we hate? Look at him. But before we go, greatness. I mean, Chris, do you have anything about the Wolves this week? The or Howling Wolves. Yeah, I mean, really the only news. All right, guys, thanks a lot for talking. <laughs> oh, All right. You can't do it again. <laughs> Billy, not again, You can't bro. do it again. Not again. I was, like, waiting to see, like, somebody's going <laughs> to yeah. do it. And I was like, it's going to be Justin, or maybe even Chris was going to bust it Okay, out sorry, time. man. I knew last week that Billy was going to do it. Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, since we had the break uh, on the, here on the Hoop Scoop, Carl uh, Anthony Towns was involved in the car accident. And uh, involving a semi rear-ending him and a uh, team team trainer on February 21st. So, like, not only is now he hurt, but the guy that heals other hurt people is right. hurt. What were you doing what in the car do? with my uncle? No, but uh, I mean, was it bad? Like, is he out? What, what's up? It was it was pretty bad. I mean, he had a uh, 95% chance he wasn't going to make it. What does that even mean? That's what. That's what they said. So like, did he go to the ER kind of a thing? Is uh, he in critical care? No, it wasn't bad at all. He missed two games. He missed two games and came back and it, played great. Hey, I haven't even – this is – Chris is breaking this news Yeah, for really. Me. Who was driving I the haven't sem- heard about Who this. Who was yet. driving the semi? Jimmy Butler? Because <laughs> <laughs> he wrecked that team, bro. No, it was uh, Thibodeau. I oh, think. yeah, uh, Thibodeau was driving it. No, he missed two games, ending his 303-game start streak, uh, his first ever time missing a game. So um, He I mean, had perfect attendance. He's, uh, he said he was blessed to be alive, and there was a there was a 5% chance he would survive the accident. Um, he returned on the 25th with a double-double, 34-21 and 21 against the Kings. 34-21. Uh, and 21. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> yeah. He had himself dying. a good game <laughs> is what people would yeah. say on the street. And yeah. not, not just that, but against the Pacers, he went 42-17. and 17. Good grief. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. You're going to get to see uh, that, you man. Know, I, Ooh, want Kat, awesome. I want Cat to do good. Yeah. I do. I, I really like him. <laughs> He's, He's soft sometimes, and that's what he needs to fix. But, like, he killed it in those beef jerky commercials. <laughs> <laughs> like the Sasquatch ones. You're yeah. right, dude. Those were good. And I think television was better when cats in commercials. And I, and I think HBO might be better with LeBron. What if Carl Anthony yeah. Towns' cat did the new Meow Mix? What if Carl Anthony Towns... Wrote and produced a new Cats Broadway play. K A T S. K A T S. It's just a bunch of people in different Timberwolves cat Starring jerseys. Starring Shaquille O'Neal, Ernie Johnson, Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley. 
Dennis? No? Okay. I mean, it could be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that would I would I'd rather see that than the real cats. It's the roster of the Timberwolves. Tickets go on sale as soon as Freaking the Timberwolves like don't make the playoffs. Well, Chris, around. we expect you know we'll talk more about it in coming weeks. We'll be here next week, but we we expect an update from that game. You're true on hand experience from oh, that. Yeah. So it'll be fun to hear about that. But oh, that's for my next, okay. I didn't realize it was what's that the, close. What day did you say it was? It'll be the 23rd of March. 23rd. So we got a little bit to go. So. Dude, you're going to miss the Abbey miss Awards. The it's the Abbey. Yeah. What? I won't be the, able to be at the Abbey Which Awards. we are nominated yeah. for podcast of the year at the Abbey's, and you're going to miss it? I'm going to miss it. Dude. I got a tuxedo shirt and everything ready for that. We mm-hmm. need to find out if there's like a live stream. <laughs> or how far the awards are from here and go. And they're like, who are you? We're like, we're the hoops good. And like, like, what are you talking? We're nominated. And like nobody else. Because you know nobody else is showing up for this thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like just randomly the podcast that loses is the one group that shows up. Like, it's funny in my head anyways. It's so. funny out, you know. It's when funny you out it of too. your head too. Out man. of your head. But for Kinsman. For Billy, for Chris, and for Justin. We appreciate you guys checking us out, and we'll be back next week. Listen to uh, Fox Sports Shoals on 97.9 FM and AM 1340 for the Hoop Scoop. We'll see you next week. And uh, tune in next week for more news about the Abbey Awards. Abbey's, 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 Abbey's. We love love the Abbey organization. Abbey's.